0: Good morning, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series where we interview firm executives and thought leaders, as well as third-party industry luminaries and experts on important global business trends, topics, and leading practices. My name is Stan Lepique, and I lead global research for KPMG's Management Consulting Services Group. And I'm pleased to have back with us again today Matthew Campbell, Matt is a managing director in the U.S. firm and part of the people and change practice. Matt, thanks for coming back again today on this edition of Advice Worth Keeping.
1: Good to be here with you, Stan.
0: So, Matt, we recently had you on to talk about how organizations and employees need to learn how to live with robots, and we discussed how intelligent automation is changing the talent ecosystem and what organizations need to do to respond to that change but also capitalize on it. So today we're going to dig a little bit deeper and talk about purpose-driven work or the importance for organizations of connecting candidates and employees with a cause. So today's workforce, in many cases, is looking for more from their jobs. This is particularly the case with younger generations. They're looking for a way to make a mark on society and do that in general, but also through their work. This view taps into the trend that employees are increasingly motivated to stay with the company and even refer peers if they believe that the work they do contributes to a bigger purpose. And I think also, Matt, some of the research your team have done shows that in addition to employee satisfaction and retention, this can also positively impact the top line. So maybe to start out if you could define purpose in the context of a career and the workplace.
1: Purpose is one of those great words, uh, which which has a lot of different meanings to it. And it's actually going to be a little bit different for each employee as they they think about what their purpose is in the context of their organization. I think just to quickly set a little bit of landscape, organizations increasingly recognize that their talent is part of their competitive advantage. And the degree to which people feel connected to the organization is really a, a key piece as to making sure that that competitive advantage actually happens. And so we're moving beyond just engagement now to really looking at a deep emotional connection into the organization and the work of the organization. So when we think about the purpose, it really comes down to how connected is somebody to that purpose that the organization is serving and what is the role that that organization has in society. And within that, how meaningful does an employee actually find that work? The linkage there is clearly around engagement, but we also know that the level that someone's embracing the work and the nature of their organization and the work it's doing is also going to have a lot of practical inputs, not just into the organization's culture, but things like turnover, safety, absenteeism, and increasingly these days, the social brand of the organization. If we go onto a lot of the different websites out there to back check and cross check an organization, we're usually looking at what the reputation of that organisations like to work for. And those organizations that have good purpose amongst their employees in terms of that organization connection have a much higher social branding in place as well.
0: So Matt, what do you think is driving this purpose movement today? Is it just that millennials care more and are better people than the older generations? Is it some other factor? For example, we recently did some research where we looked at market sentiment around a variety of different economic, geopolitical, and socioeconomic trends. And despite what we see with economies growing, unemployment is down, the number of people in poverty is going down, healthcare can be expensive, but more people have access to it. So in many respects, the world's in a pretty good place. But what we found with this research is that both individuals and organizations are very pessimistic about the future, and you wonder, is that just pessimism and angst, or is it really just we're in a good spot now, but things could get worse? What do you think is really driving this? Because I think that's important when organizations formulate a strategy around this, that they understand the underlying drivers so they can address these changes in a meaningful way and not come across as just playing to the sentiments of a collective group of employees.
1: I think it's really interesting, that the linkage to that research, then because when you look at the big picture here, as a, a world, we kind of expect more, because we, we all have more, so we just keep on expecting more. The days of having a steady job and a steady paycheck is not really going to meet people's expectations today. I think we can potentially try to blame the millennials, but I'm not sure it just relates to the millennials, because when I... I even speaks to my mother who's going into her probably fifth career and she's almost seventy. the role of purpose is actually a lot more involved in that than any paycheck that she's actually receiving. it's not just a millennial issue it's really across everybody in terms of the expectations that we have as in the market and from that research around customers and how Customers have those expectations. Employees really are consumers today of organizations, and the employment relationship is really another thing that we're consuming. To some extent, as employees, we're almost consumed by our organization, sometimes it feels like. So it's only fair that there should be that reciprocal arrangement in terms of what we're expecting from our organizations. I think the sell has become much easier as well as to why purpose matters because we're now starting to see the commercial differentiation of organizations that have clearly articulated what their purpose is and actually getting good results out of it. So some of the statistics in the paper that we released recently show that 58% of organizations experience growth of more than 10% if they have that clear expectation versus the companies that haven't prioritized what purpose Those growth figures make good economic and commercial sense. It's an easy sell on that side of things. And then in terms of attracting people into your organization, the labor market has a lot of options these days because organizations can rarely afford to compete solely on the basis of dollars. And it's a very small portion of organizations that can just keep on forking out more money for their business, for people to come and work within that business. The purpose piece is really looking at how do you actually engage someone above and beyond a monetary or even career track discussion and really have people impassioned about what is going on for your organization. That makes the big difference. And I think all those factors combined as to why is this happening now? We overall just have a lot more expectations and therefore we want to draw meaning out of our life and the value out of it, especially when you talk about that pessimism piece that employees really want to feel that they are actually making a difference in the world and they're part of the good side of that story.
0: Sounds like a bit of a real world representation of the classic Maslow's hierarchy. And that as you say, as people have more, they expect more. And what they expect isn't just more of the same in terms of more money or more of a prestigious title. So I think that's very good insights that organizations need to account for as they're addressing this. But on the flip side, what's the risk for organizations who are not delivering purpose culture for those that perhaps are still relying upon competing for the top spot, trying to get the most money, the biggest bonus? What are the risks organizations face if they don't take seriously and then act upon the desires for a purpose culture?
1: I think we've seen a lot of those institutions fail in the last 15 years. And so when you look at the population of people who make up the workforce now, they've experienced those institutions failing in society because they were pursuing just money or they were pursuing just the leadership interests around their own career growth. And so What's come out of that is a social recognition that if you're not an intact and whole organization, then you're probably not a sustainable organization. And at the same time, some of those statistics I was talking about before have really shown how organizations are able to differentiate themselves in terms of business performance. So there's that for any business leader in the organization. At an employee level, you're probably going to struggle to attract people to come work in your organization, frankly, and even retain the folks that you have because if your competitors for your labor out there are actually offering the same money as you and a sense of purpose, then that's probably a reason to go to that organization. So that ability to create meaning within the work and meaning for an individual in terms of how they're making a contribution to life, that becomes really key in terms of making sure that you actually keep them engaged in your organization. So there's the commercial piece in terms of it makes good business sense, but there's also the employee engagement piece in terms of your ability to keep and attract new talent into your organization.
0: Who in the organization should be leading these efforts to drive a purpose culture? I would think on one hand it really should be everybody, but from the leadership standpoint, who do you see or who should be leading this from the standpoint of making sure organizations are addressing this with the appropriate level of aggressiveness and learning from their experience as they go forward and really making sure they figured out what's the best way to do this and permeate that across the organization.
1: Ultimately, it is everybody's role to make sure that we understand what that purpose is. There's clearly a bias within that to leadership within the organization, to being clear around what is the organization's identity and what is its role in this world and society that we live in? And that really has to be led by the leaders and, again, facilitated by HR leaders to make sure that we understand that. We usually see quite close connections within this work between marketing, sales, and HR teams as we look at what that unified purpose statement of the organization is for the customer as much as for the employee and that that is authentic on both sides of that equation and we're not putting different messages out there. There's a big piece there in terms of the authenticity of what that purpose statement is. In terms of actually bringing it to life, there's plenty of recognition out there that the best way to bring it to life is actually to crowdsource it from your employees. once you have that clear leadership vision is really handing it over to employees to help bring that story to life as to why their work matters, what it means to them in their organization. And at KPMG, we've got a pretty well-known story now in terms of giving employees the opportunity to talk about how they're changing the world and that we're not just folks that sit here playing with numbers, but we're actually out there helping to have a significant impact on how democracies are shaped how businesses are shaped, how the integrity of the financial markets actually work, and even going so far as making sure that rockets make it into space. That brings a lot more to life as to what the purpose is in this world through their work here at KPMG.
0: Matt, that talks about who should be leading these efforts, but in many respects, finding a desired purpose and defining what contribution should be made to the organization and arguably more importantly, what contributions should the organization make to the market and to the community, that could often be a personal decision on behalf of an individual employee. So the specific purposes and contributions may vary from one employee or one set of employees to another. But on the more macro scale within the organization, what are some ways an organization can infuse a purpose culture to do some of the things you've described but also account for the fact that different individuals may have different desires when it comes to a purpose and a contribution?
1: The single biggest thing is usually around communication. Frequently what we see when we start having conversations with clients in this area is that leaders of organizations assume that employees know things because they've produced a memo or they've pushed out some sort of message on their intranet. But it's the actual structure and reinforcement of those messages. So we're really clear around what is that purpose Um, and then giving employees the honest permission to react to that. And sometimes that means disagreement and sometimes that means having some healthy conversation to really dig into, well, what does that meaningful organization purpose statement look like? And so within that, once you've actually set up and start to give employees the opportunity to have that open communication, then is giving them the opportunity to share their stories. And as you dig into those different stories, there's lots of different organizations out there, but the way that they actually think about becoming an ambassador of that brand and sharing their story within being an ambassador for their organization, not to read a script, but to authentically tell their story, that becomes the really key piece. And then is making sure they actually have the reinforcement mechanisms in place. So for some organizations, that means giving employees time off to actually go and volunteer to support the cause that validates their purpose in the organization. For other organizations, that might be resources or co-sponsoring of events, There's lots of different ways that you can actually reinforce those activities based on what your organization culture actually is that you're setting out to achieve. It sounds simple, but there's a lot of nuances, and I think the biggest thing is the consistency and persistence in making that actually happen within your organization. I think if you're actually stepping back and looking at and asking some questions around, well, what is our purpose? What is the culture and behaviors that would reinforce that organization purpose? How do we give employees the opportunity to work through those conversations and provide their feedback and communication as to what actually matters? And then how are you actually going to give the employees the opportunity to internalize that story and then experience that story as they take it out into the community?
0: Well, Matt, thanks for your time today on this topic. I think it's a very important one and is only going to become more important going forward. And I appreciate how you and your team have articulated both the value of driving purpose from the standpoint of the employee in the organization and those who are the recipients of the purpose-driven organization. But you've also articulated how this makes solid financial sense. So even if you're a classic companies are in business to turn a profit and return value to shareholders, I think you've articulated why driving purpose is going to be beneficial for that as well. So I think you've highlighted the many benefits of approaching seriously the delivery of purpose within an organization. Thanks for that. And for our listeners, there is additional materials on this topic on the landing page for this podcast. There's a series of deliverables and thought leadership around the future of work in a specific paper on purpose-driven work. So, definitely uh, check that out. That's on the adviceworthkeeping.com KPMG site for those of you listening that access this podcast via iTunes. But Matt, thanks again for your time today. Great stuff. This podcast is one in a series of talent insights on the future of work. The ability to be agile in the face of rapid workforce change will be key to the future performance and competitive advantage of organizations. The question is, how is your organization pioneering a 21st century enterprise to anticipate change, transform, and achieve greatness? listen to more podcasts from our Future of Work series, go to www.kpmg.com slash US slash Future of Work. And there's a link to that on the landing page of any of these podcasts. There you'll find more insights and ways to unlock the value from the greatest asset, your people.